Hertz has got it, wants to throw. Hertz setting up the screen. It is complete and blown up. Miles Sanders caught it. Malcolm Rodriguez was there waiting for him. That's a big play by Rodrigo. And welcome to the 20 Minute Huddle podcast presented by Microsoft. And we are here in Allen Park after a rather somber ride back. We made it back. Uh, we made it back after a rather somber plane quiet. ride back. Yeah, quiet is a good word to put it from Minnesota, where obviously the Lions um, double-digit leads twice in that game, one in the fourth quarter, and just weren't able to make the plays down the stretch. Yep. Um, and that really, to me, feels like a game they just really let slip through, their, through the fingers. What about you? I think that's the, the first time where – you know, and we heard it a lot last year, growing pains, learning how to win. I think that's a game you, you have to learn you how have to win. You've got to win that one, right? That's, that's going to be a tough one to swallow. And, and, and look, you know, everybody's going to talk about um, Dan Campbell's decision to kick the 54-yard field goal mm-hmm. at the end. But w- when I evaluate this game, to me, I mean, there's so much that happened before. Or that 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 it never gets to that yeah, point. It didn't you know have to get to one have, play. It didn't have to. Um, you know, you 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 talk about the the third down earlier in the fourth quarter, the third yeah. and one, where you're driving, you've got a ten point lead, and you're looking to kind of wear that clock down. You throw a go route along the right sideline that's incomplete, and and you miss an opportunity there. The the possession before that, um, the fourth and one at at the Minnesota thirty yard line. Don't get that. Um, you know, there's some bad punts in there. Obviously, the missed field goals. I think it was just, to me, it was really all three phases. And then you talk about the defense still has a chance t- to get off the field and win the game yeah. at the end. And, you know, all that miscommunication they were talking about leading in, that was a point of emphasis for defensive coordinator yep. Aaron Glenn. That comes up to bite you at the end. And, that's, and that's the thing. You talk about it all week, and you know it's going to come up at some point. You just hope it doesn't come up then. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm sure Tracy Walker being out had a little Definitely. bit of something to do that. Yeah. You know, it looked like some miscommunication there, and, you know, we'll have to watch the film and ask Dan Campbell about it tomorrow between Juju Hughes and Mike Hughes. And, and obviously, Juju's not used to being in there in that situation. So, you know, that probably plays something to it. But, look, no excuses, right? Yeah. I mean, you still have to be able to communicate and, and make that play. And, and not have a blown coverage there at the end. So there's a lot to discuss. But, you know, Dan really after the game seemed kind of you know beaten up a little yeah. bit. And here's what Dan Campbell had to say about that decision at the end of the game. As far as I, for me, I, I freaking regret my decision there at the end. I should have gone for it, fourth down. And, uh, you know, told the team that I should have gone for it. So... You know, and obviously Dan, you know, takes some of the blame. I don't put it all on Dan. I, I, I guess for me, I can see it both ways, yeah. right? I mean, you can see you, you've got a three-point lead. There's a minute to go in the game. Minnesota's out of timeouts. Like, Austin Siebert's on the roster for a reason, right? He's a pretty reliable kicker. Like, yeah. and I know he missed one earlier in the game. Um, but, look, conditions aren't a factor, right? You've got to hope that he can go in there and kick a 54-yard field goal now you can kick off to them, kick it through the end zone or pin them deep. They've got to go the whole field, score a touchdown. You're in prevent defense. They have no timeout. So I I, I can see it. Yeah. I, I understand the strategy. But, boy, he he's kind of made his mark on being aggressive, right, on, on being kind of that gambler, that, that guy who wants to, you know, 
and to do it all day. That's the point. point. They were four for six on fourth down, had done it all day long, and were pretty successful at it. Was was right every time they decided to go for it. And to me, if I'm if I'm a head coach and and I'm saying, okay, hey, I need one play to win the game. Yeah. Like to me, what do I want? Do I want my special teams? My kicker, who you know, he he's been pretty good. He was good last year, but you know, I wouldn't say he's one of the best kickers in the league. It's it's also not even a guarantee that you win the game. You're only up six, right? You can or still. Do I want my offense, which has been impressive? Yeah, the, the, the first two weeks of the season, one of the better scoring offenses. The strength of this football team, in my opinion, we all thought it going in. Do I want to give Jared Goff and that offense the opportunity to win the game yeah. at the end? To me. I just go with my strength. And if I lose, then I can tip my cap and say, okay, well, like I yeah. put it in the hands of my quarterback who played well all game long. Yep. The offensive line, zero sacks. Jared was hit twice. Yep. Fourth and four. I, you know, I know Amon Brown's, Amon Ross St. Brown's hurting a little bit. Um, you know, and that's obviously one of the huge weapons there. DeAndre Swift was hurting a little bit. But, but to me, I just put the game in my quarterback's hands. What about you? I, I think that, I mean, the, that's what the math says. That on all the the win probability numbers, that's mm-hmm. that's what came up, and even you know the the most the most mathematically correct thing to do is punt, which I would not have done. I would no. have left the offense out there. Punting felt a, a little risky for yeah. me at that point, but I just you know Amon Ra's a little hurt, right? But then you got TJ who kind of came alive in this game. You got DJ Chark. You got Josh Reynolds who made a, a bunch of big catches today. You have other options that you can you can go get five yards if you really needed. Yeah, and and it was disappointing. And then obviously you 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 know you missed the field goal, and the defense just chunk plays, chunk play, chunk yeah. play. Minnesota went right down, and miscommunication, and then boom, you lose the game. And look now, Lions sit at one and two. I think Chicago, obviously Minnesota, and Green Bay all won today. Yep. So you know they all moved to two and one, and now all of a sudden, after feeling so great after week two, um, you know now you're you're, you're at the bottom the looking board. looking yeah. up and you come back home which is probably the good thing against the Seattle um football team that's without Russell Wilson so they're not what they used to be but boy now now week 4 all of a sudden becomes I don't want to say must win because it's week 4 Peach, yeah. but it becomes pretty darn darn important with New, New England ahead week 5 and then the bye yeah, you just like you just got to get to the bye too yeah. yeah i feels like last week honestly against washington where it's like you come off a, a winnable game against philly and you're still at home at that point and it's not necessarily a must win but you really got to get this one yeah i think that's that's where it is again yeah and it was it, it it's obviously tough you know i guess what's one of the big takeaways from this game for you outside of obviously the fourth downs and in, in, in how it ended I think the the fact that the offense was still able to you know third down was a great and I think that's really the the problem and Jared made a good point after the game that a lot of the third down non-conversions because they already knew they were going for it on fourth down so if you have third and seven you get five you have a two-yard play after that and you already know in your head like we have two downs to get this. So that's a good point. But I feel like the third down offense has to get at least a little better. You know, fourth down is, is great and going four for six, great. Like, take that every time. You shouldn't have to go for it six times on fourth down. Three of 16, yeah. 18.8%. That's just not good enough. No. Not, not for an offense as good as Detroit's. And, and, and not when, 
you you weren't. It's not like you were put behind the eight ball a ton no. with sacks, with penalties. No penalties weren't weren't a problem. It, that wasn't a factor yeah. at all for this team. It was just kind of self inflicted stuff in terms of just missed opportunities, yeah. a missed throw here, a, a you know a, a drop ball there. Just they, they never seemed like. Uh, to be in great rhythm outside, no, of, outside of having the first, to pull first quarter, really. first quarter, and then having to, you know, make the fourth down plays to kind of keep drives alive. It just yeah. wasn't. It wasn't efficient offensively. It was effective, but not efficient. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's that's the big takeaway for me is that the the third down, you got to convert more than eighteen percent when it's all said and done. But I, again, I think the fact that you were in this game. And nobody wants to be in the game. You want to win the game. But the fact that you were in this game with, honestly, the worst game of the three, in my opinion, this yeah. year, and you still should have won it, I mean, you got to feel decent about that. But it comes down to, you know, if ifs and buts were candy nuts and yeah, every day be exactly. Christmas, right? Nobody, I mean, at some point in the NFL, in and, and Jared talked about that, too. He, he doesn't, you know, he, he kind of feels like they're 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 – it's not a we need to learn how to finish and we're almost there. He made the point after the game that he thinks they are yeah, there. You just gotta finish. You just have to make a play. Yeah. You just have to make one play. And really that game came down to one play in the final couple minutes yeah. and Minnesota made them all. Yeah. And it, again, like Minnesota made them all with KJ Osborne and a big game from Adam Thielen and Alexander Madison coming in after Dalvin Cook. This right. was not like Cook got his, and then when it when it was crunch time, was not in the game. Justin Jefferson got nothing. You got beat by the second and third wide receivers and the second string running back. Is it's, that worrisome for this Lions defense and that and that secondary? Think, no, I, I thought Jeff Okuda played terrific. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean Jefferson he played did amazing. That's what happened? Amani Oyewariye, not so much the case. Yeah. Obviously, struggled with penalties. Struggled with with Adam Thielen. Um, a little bit worrisome to me, and then obviously the huge injury news there. Tracy Walker, non-contact in the first Did not quarter. Good. Didn't look good when any time a player grabs at the back of that leg. I mean, we saw it last year yeah. with Jeff Okuda and with um, Romeo Aquara that the fear is, and Dan said afterward that it, you know it's that ankle area it could be Achilles. Anytime you hear Achilles, that's yeah, that's something you never want to hear. It's not something that that just gets said, and then I feel like doesn't happen. If right. you're saying it, you, you got to kind of have a good idea. Right. Yeah, and, you know, he struggled to get back to the sideline. You know, walked. The immediate cart. The was, immediate cart. Was bad. Yeah, that I don't like. I think no. They weren't like, let's go to the tent and pull the tent over no. there. Like, oh, we need a cart. Yeah. Let's go. We didn't see him again. Yeah. And obviously, you know, this is a guy that, you know, you signed him to, to the deal this offseason. He's a core member of your team. Um, led the team last year with 103 tackles, was leading the team with 18 tackles through the first two weeks, and that's a huge that's, blow to that's that a secondary. Ginormous loss. I mean that that's your defensive captain, that's your leader, that's your leading tackler, and you know it doesn't make necessarily a ton of plays in, in the in the pass game, which is what I feel like is the narrative on Tracy. Right. He's not in the game, and you see what happens with the Juju Hughes in that last play. It's like you know he might not be picking off every ball but he's in the right spot more often than not yeah so now a ton of pressure on Deshaun Elliott now to step up and yeah. kind of be that guy back at that safety position Juju Hughes you know played pretty well you know we'll have to watch the film and, and kind of see where the blame falls on that last um touchdown but look a fight to Melifanu yeah this is big for Iffy now now Iffy you've moved that to the from corner to safety and 
you know, now he's going to get an opportunity. You know, I don't know if he was a healthy scratch. He was a full participant in practice this week, but maybe they were just kind of still trying to you know, give him another week. While, he hadn't yeah. practiced in a while. We'll see. But it now becomes important that, you know, the third-round pick last year gets his opportunity to step up now. Even and, Kirby, third-round pick this and year, Kirby too. Kirby Joseph, too, 100%. You have assets invested into that position that now need to rise up a little bit. At your time. Yeah. You know, I thought Jared Goff played a pretty good game. Um, you know, I thought he was solid. I, you know, he finished 25 of 41, 277 yards, one touchdown. Now the interception, obviously, at the, the end. Is, I just wiped that away. You know, I, I thought he was really good using his feet today, Peach. You know, eluding. spins. Yeah, yeah a couple little spins. Spin and eluding the rush a little bit. I think he was the big reason why there were no sacks. Yeah. I don't think it was just because he could sit back there in the offensive line, did their job. And I mean, that's a pretty good rushing duo there uh, with Didion Hunter and Zadarius Smith and – he was moving. We didn't see any of that from him last year. No, the move, the the movement up and back and around, and and able to throw on the run and making the the one he threw. I think it was to Reynolds where he spun out and was thrown on the move. It's like that. Where was that at any point last year? Yeah, because it's here now. It's it here looked now. Great today. It looked great today, and you know, I think you know you can obviously put this loss on a lot of you know different people, um, but Jared Goff to me is is not one no, of them. No, you know, yeah. I, I think. Um, I thought he played well enough for them to win this game. I love the fact that Jamal Williams came I was gonna in. Say, Jamal Williams came in. And- yeah, 20 carries, 87 yards, average 4.4 yards per carry, had the two touchdowns. And now he obviously doesn't give you what Swift does in the passing game. Yeah. Um, but you know, look, this is a team with DeAndre Swift or without, they want to run the football. That's mm-hmm. the staple of this offense. And so I thought it was really encouraging that a guy like Jamal Williams can come in and get 87 yards, average that per carry, rush for a couple of touchdowns, and your run game um, you know, stays on track. 139 yards, average 4.0. That's what you want in a couple of touchdowns. I think Dan Campbell will take that every day. Yeah, I, I the way that he just came in and, and – he had a couple where he bounced outside. The one where he stayed in bounds in the fourth quarter, he could have had you know five, six more yards, but made the conscious decision to to milk the clock a little bit, which you know ended up not mattering. But it was a good thought in the process. But the the second touchdown was he bounced and at, what was that twelve yards? That was a little bit of a chunk play. Like yeah. he looked really good, and that's a guy a luxury to have a one B to the swift one A that you know if he's down, you can still throw him out there for for. 10, 15 carries, and he'll he'll be able to get you chunk plays like that. 100%. You know, so for to me, you know, really the key plays to me offensively, I thought you had a chance to win this game on offense yeah. if, if you make some plays early. The third and one that I talked about before, I think it was 10, 53 left on the clock. You're up by 10. You're at your own 27-yard line, third and inches. I don't even think it was third and one. Yeah, and was- then you throw it you know, down the right side. No, I get it. There was a one-on-one matchup there. You obviously like that matchup. And you, you know, I think, uh, you know, more often than not, you trust and Josh Jared, Reynolds yeah, to Jared go up there Josh and, and go is. and go get it. But look, you know, credit Minnesota Vikings, that corner. I don't know who it was, but made a good play yeah, out there, was right yeah. on it. But to me, again, we just mentioned the rushing numbers. 20, 25, I think Jared yeah. can just, yeah. you know, fall forward and get that. Now you're up 10. You're at the 28, whatever, 30-yard line. Now you're running at least another two and a half, three minutes off the clock. You're putting um, uh, Jack Fox in a better position to punt the football. And I was a little surprised by Jack today, too. I didn't think he had his greatest game. It a couple- seemed like he got thrown off by the, the, the quick punt and then ended up taking the delay of game, and he got hit. And then 
the ensuing punt was not very good. I felt like the whole timing of that. What what was that, that by the way? That chaos. Because if you sub offensively, the ref is going to stand there yeah. and let the defense sub. So yeah. you're not gaining anything no. by. And I mean, was, I can see you try to maybe. The, that was coming out of the quarter break too, wasn't that the first play of the second quarter? I believe or, so. And and that was just like. Yeah, you had time to think about that, and that's yeah. what happened. Well, and the other one too, you know, you called the the, the right before the the last touchdown. Detroit calls a timeout. Yeah, that was weird. Defensively, that was weird. I, and he, you know, Dan Campbell said afterward that he wanted to give his pass rush a little bit of a rush. He was really trying to come after him, and you know, he sensed that those guys were gassed a little bit, and you know, wanted to give them a little break. But I think in that situation, Minnesota's running it up. To spike it. Yeah. So now... Now the clock's going to stop either Now the way. clock's... Right. clock stopping either way. And I think you just give them a chance to be like, okay, hey, what play do we really like here? Like, this is an important situation. And then defensively, you have an opportunity to, okay, what play do we yeah. like here? Let's set ourselves You're up. You're coming out of timeout. You have to be good to go. And Everybody to has have to have a miscommunication of out of the timeout, I thought just, boy... It's just some of those things that we talk about where you kind of just shoot yourself in the foot. The third and one you don't get. The fourth and one that you don't get at the, at the you know, Minnesota 30. The missed field goal. You've got to trust that your guy can come in and kick a 54-yarder if, if, if the coach wants to do that. The miscommunication and the, and the busted coverage late. It just it was all just a collection of things that just didn't go the line's way. Yeah, and especially after starting so fast and getting out to 14 nothing and you're feeling you're feeling great and you knew again much like washington they had they have too many offensive players right. to, to just lay down yeah, you knew that game and they came back 14 14 i said okay now we've got a game and then to come out 24 14 you do the exact same thing and you get that double digit lead again and then you just have the fourth quarter that you did with with really all three phases lost at full yeah. You know, I mean, you can't blame the offense. You can't blame the defense. You can't blame special teams. It was really a collection of all three, and I think that's probably got to be really disappointing for Dan Campbell. Yeah, I think this is just, you know, it, it, it's one of those things, like, I can't even describe, like, it just happened. You can't even, like, really pinpoint who it's on or where it really went wrong because it shouldn't have gotten to the final play, and, and it shouldn't have gotten to the point where you have to decide punt or go or field goal or whatever the decision ended up to be. Right. It was just like it all just kind of unfolded and rolled out there, and it ended up how it ended up. And that's what they got to get past, right? I mean, that's they've got to get past that. Um, they've got to find a way to finish. They've got to find a way to pull out some of these games. And look, it's not easy to go on the road and play in Minnesota. That would have been a really good win. That would have been a, a that would have been a great win. But I think it was there for the taking. And if you're going to be a playoff team, if you're going to be one of those teams where they're talking about you're in the in the graphic in December, right? You're in the playoff conversation. In the hunt. You just want to be on the, the graphic. These you are kind of the games the that you're like, boy, that could really, you know, put that us over the edge. That could something. separate us from something, you know? I also think it's the problem of not closing. But I think, again, this proves that you can – and you have, some, you have some easy road games on the schedule. Like, you can go – to New York twice against two not-so-great teams. You can go to Chicago against a not-so-great team. And if you can go punch for punch for Minnesota for 59 minutes and 22 seconds, yeah, you can probably go punch for punch with a lot of these lesser teams on the road as well. 100%. But it is the NFL, and you just never know. Yeah. And it takes one injury, it takes one whatever to, to kind of change your circumstance, but you'd like to take advantage of the ones 
which can when you when you can oh, do them and not sure. thinking ahead to well i think we can do this not yeah. knowing what the future holds but obviously a tough loss for detroit they fall to one and two on the season they've got seattle coming in i think it, it's probably good that they're back at home big get right spot yeah big, big get, right, get spot. right spot and so i think if you can get to two and two and and you head to new england i think you're still in a pretty good spot there it's way early in the season um but now it's important now you've got to come back home and play as well as you did versus Washington, get to two and two, and then see what happens on the road. And then you can take a bye week, which I think is going to serve Detroit well being oh, yeah. early with some of the injuries Swift to Swift. dinged up. St. Brown dinged up. Josh, uh, Reynolds, Josh Reynolds apparently dinged, dinged up. up. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they got some injuries. Get through these two weeks, have a week to rest. Um, and, boy, Seattle's in, Seattle's a big one this week. So yeah. it, it's a real big it's, one. It's going to be a get-right spot. And I think this is this is the game that, Again, like I said before, like Washington, but now I think even coming off this even more heartbreaking road division loss, this is where you're going to see who this team is at this point. 100%. Well, we'll see. TJ and I will be here all week breaking down what happened for Minnesota. We'll move on to Seattle midweek and end of the week. Obviously, the 20 Minute Huddle podcast this week, I'll have um you know a breakdown of seattle i've got a couple joshes i think lined up for josh the, and josh i got just a That's couple a joshes lined up for for the podcast this week so look we'll have it all broken down here tough loss for detroit but they've got to turn around and get right at uh, versus seattle next week so we'll see if they can do it